I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL Enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Svenda, and Dean. We're going to engage with our minds and our hearts. We're going to exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always going to get it right, and sometimes you're not going to agree with us. But that's okay, because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the AFL Enjoys podcast. My name is Dean, joined as always by the boys, fellow enjoyers of the AFL, George Svender and James Matza. How's it going, boys? He got through it. Yeah, he, he got, got through, through it. it. Well done. Dana got through that intro. Most weeks Bravo, it's one, bro, that's the longest sentence ever, man. Most I weeks know. it's one take as well. Man, do, you, do you take a breath during that intro? Or Never. No? English <laughs> teachers would hate that. Man, yeah. No punctuation I go swimming every day of the week to build the lung capacity to say that intro. Wow. There wow. you go, man. Look, I'm, I'm Adele of, you versus Adele. Who sings for a longer note? Who's Adele, man? Come on, man. Who's that? You don't know Adele? No, of course not Adele, man. Don't insult me so early in the pod, bro. Yeah, nah, she's, she's, she's a decent singer. Decent? She's all right. Rolling in the Deep? No. No, of course I have, man. Come on, man. But um, anyway, I think we should um, get onto a little bit of footy talk. And before <laughs> we do that, though, well, I don't want to be sitting here talking about Adele. This isn't Adele, a joyous. Get out of <laughs> here. It could be. Um, before we do actually get onto the footy, uh, we do have a couple of shout outs to do. One of them was for me, my uh, work colleague who's moved to a different area, Steve. Shout out to Steve. He's constantly watching the videos. Always, you know, he'll message me about stuff and it's it's a shame that he's going to a different work area because it's nice to have, you know, um, AFL friends of footy, AFL friends at work. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, AFL friends at work and you can chat, um, you know, talk about Supercoach, talk about AFL. Also was a North Melbourne supporter as well. So, yeah, uh, shout out to Steve. All the best with the new area. That's it, Stevie. Big friend of the pod. And mm-hmm. uh, another shout out, definitely someone who's been commenting most weeks, uh, a bit delayed on... Shouting out our boy, friend of the pod, Manny, in the comment section. Thank you for your support. Thank you, Manny H. Manny H. Thank appreciate you for keeping it. The, the blues optimism high, mate. That's it, man. Shout Honestly, out. yeah. In a dark time, Manny was a shining light. Mm. So yeah, I know. He was. He was, man. And then they've, now they've won a couple games in a row. That's as a result of him, really. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Power of positivity. That's it. And uh-huh. so, again, before we get into the actual round review, I've got another little segment because I love a segment. And I'm going to do a, a pre-review segment. So, I'm going to ask you guys... Who are the stat leaders for these clubs? We're going to go with score involvements today. All time or current? Current. So for this season. Um, so for Melbourne. Petrarca. Yes, correct. That's a, that's a bit of an easy okay. one. All right. So I'm going to go with, how about Adelaide? Tex. No. Dawson. No. Rankin. No. Keys. No. Rochelle. No. Who sets up their plays? Who? Saligo. No. <laughs> Saligo. Saligo. Wait, man. I'm, I'm running out Come of Adelaide plays here, bro. Yeah. It's not lead. It is lead. Wow. It is wow. lead, right? All right. There we go. How about GWS? Cogs. Correct. Yep. Good on you. I'm, I'm surprised you got that one straight oh, this away. It's easy, bro. Keep Jeez, it going. I love yeah, this There game. you go. All right. Now, the next one. Leading for... We'll go with Geelong. Grind Myers. No, but good guess. He, he's like one of the most effective. He's the assist, kicks. He's the assist leader. Yeah, I think. This, is, this is score involvement. It's not like goal assist. Okay. Mm. Jezza? No. Oh, Hawkins. Yes, yeah. correct. Really? It's, okay. it's, it's Tom Hawkins. All right. How about we'll go with the Bulldogs. Score involvements. 
Mm, they've got so many players to get the ball. Mm. I'm going to go a wild card, Libba. No. Caleb no. Daniel? No. Nah. McRae? Nah. Bond. Okay. Yes, it's fine. <laughs> you, you guys overthink it a bit. <laughs> overthink it. We overthink it. Overthink it. Overthought it. Whatever whatever the saying is. Um, let's go with Port Adelaide. Butters. Yes. Has to be Butters. Yeah, right? it is Butters. All right, next one. We'll go Gold Coast. Noah? No. It's not Rao. No, it's not Rao. Oh, Lacocious? Correct. Yeah, Correct. yeah. Precocious. Yep. Uh, I'll do two more. I feel smart. <laughs> I feel smart. Like this is like really boosting my ego, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll do. Yeah, we'll do a couple more. Who is the leader for Richmond? Shy Bolton. No. Oh, what is it? Baker. No. Oh, maybe it's probably Timmy. No. Oh, what? It's not him. Either. No, it's not Timmy. This dude's probably the highest impact player in the league on his day. Dustin. It's Dustin Martin. Still. Still Bro, the he's leader. He's played like no f- games. Still the, sc- the score involvement he's damaging leader at this, yeah. point of well, the t- at this point of time. It's kind of cool to see like some of the big names be the highest score involvement players. Like mm. They're big names for a reason, right? Absolutely. Mm. I'll, do one, I'll do one more. Sydney Swans. Golden? No. The Lizard? No. I like that guess though. Mm, same. Oh, Papley? No. Chad Warner? No. It's Parker. Yes. Okay. It's Parker. It is Parker. Well done. All right. There we go. That, that'll be my segment for this week. I think I might do it more often though for I different like that, stats. Man. That was a cool one. Yeah. So score involvement I think is a pretty important stat, you know, because it shows, you know, who's involved in the, uh, um, you know, in, in the, the effective chain, the chain, yeah, in the effective chains of play. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Nice, well man. done, guys. Love it. Um, now, we had a full week of footy to get through, so we should get started on that as well. Now, yeah, first game, Lions absolutely thumped the Tigers at the Gabba. Um, got a bit embarrassing at one point. It did. It did. I mean, it just goes to show how good the Lions are at home when they're on. Like Even a team like Richmond, who's still obviously not performing to a massive standard, but still a decent team, just get absolutely slaughtered. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, this game is what made me rethink, all right, this is the best midfield in the league. Mm. Like, seriously, like the one-two punch of Neil and um, Dunkley is crazy, man. And then you're, you know, complimented by the younger guys coming through. Like, Jared Berry, right, who is, I know, he's a, ran, he's a bit I of a random one. I wrote him down one, right? as well. wrote him down. <laughs> That's why he's, I'm laughing. Yeah, see, he's, he's playing on a wing at the moment, right? Mm. He's had no CBAs the last, like, five, six weeks, but he's still being effective, man. Yeah. And that's a dude who probably gets CBAs at, at least, I reckon at least 10 other clubs yeah. in the in the league, you know? He'd, I reckon he'd be, get, he'd be in there for Essendon. I'll tell you that, yeah. if you need a bit of, you know, a bit of grunt, you know, so, man, shout out to them, man. Shout That's why them. I was That's laughing because, like, one of the things I wrote was Lions mids dominant. Yeah. And then, you know, it's bad when Barry's taking the piss. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, nothing against Barry, but, like, he was taking the he, piss. He did have that one game last year where he went up against Oliver and smacked the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, he slaughtered him. Yeah, he did. He did. And He's, this is Oliver we're talking about. Yeah, no, Jared oh. Barry's is the big body, mm. you know, tagger type player. So, shout I like you mentioning the midfield because the main point I had was humor cluggage. Now, he's back, baby. You've been banging this drum for a while now, George. Bro, yeah. I, I know I sent a lot of messages about humor cluggage and I spelt his <laughs> name wrong every single time. <laughs> I still can't work it out. Is it two Gs? I don't know what's going on. But this guy was insane, man. I really, by far, the best player on the field um, in this match. And the interesting thing about him is he's a little bit of a forgotten man. 
You talk about like the Brisbane midfield. You didn't even mention McCluggage, right? Yeah, I know. And that's, the thing is, that's, is, that's bad on my end. <laughs> well, the thing is, he hasn't been that good this year. Mm. But this game, he was exceptional. He was everywhere. Um, like he, he literally was everywhere. Presenting, kicks the ball. He's in the field of play again. Um, 500 meters gain, 30, over 30 possessions, 80% efficiency. Um, and the interesting thing about it is I, he um, he's kind of looked uninterested at times. He's looked like he's just not up to it at times this year. And in one game, boom, he's back up to like the most dominant player on the field. It goes, It kind of goes to show like we don't really know what's going on in the background with some players. Like we judge them really harshly. But was this guy injured? Was his mental state not there? Look at the ability, look at the ceiling this guy has. And I think for Brisbane, if they want to win the flag this year, they need this guy up and running. And if he continues to play like that, well, you know what? They're going to be hard to beat, man. Well, I think, yeah, you mentioned it in there as well, but let's be real here. This guy is, was one of their best mids and then they've brought in Dunkley and Ashcroft. So something needed to be figured out there and it, he was definitely not up to it hmm. to start the year. Probably a change in role. And lately, he just looks like he's figured it out, or they've figured it out, rather. How to um, utilize him and, and get the others to play well as correct. well. Correct. And they're firing on all cylinders, man. The Richmond midfield stood no chance. The other thing I'll say is the interesting thing that Dunkley has done this year is he's gone up against some of the big body midfielders and kind of halted their impact. Mm. And he did. He went one-on-one with Taranto, and he, he beat Taranto, man. Yep. And Taranto's been insane. Yep. So Dunkley is almost like a stopper just by going to him, but he still gets – because he's so strong in the contest – he still has an impact. Mm. So that's another weapon they have. Almost put Dunkley on the uh, opposition's best midfielder and he'll find a way to still impact and stop them. So, mm. yeah. They're, they're, I think they're primed lines. Mm. If they get a home final, I think they, they can go a long way. Yeah. It's almost like adding Dunkley to this midfield is like when you add when you added Kevin Durant to Steph, Cu- Steph Curry and Clay. <laughs> you know what I mean? They've just gone, you know, strength to strength. And it's like... He's, made, he's the biggest recruit of the year. Yeah. Sure. Oh, for sure, man. I don't. They didn't pay a, a lot to get him from memory. It might have been a first round pick and you know some other stuff, but pff, you need more than first round pick and and some other stuff for uh and for he, Dunkley. He first tried to leave, and the Bombers almost got him right, and then they missed man. out. They weren't willing to pay up to Doro. Oh, miss there, mate. You'd be spewing as an Essendon supporter. Um, right. And then ultimately, he's gone to Brisbane, and what a luxury of options they have. Um, Tigers, man. Look, it was very disappointing for them. I mean, first quarter they're down by a couple goals. You're thinking, okay. They're playing at the Gabba. Need some time to get into the game. And then they're one goal seven at halftime. It just, it was pretty ugly at that point. Yeah, there was a couple of games this year where, uh, this round, sorry, that a lot of um, points were kicked and um, they just couldn't put scoreboard pressure on. But against the Lions, you've got to take all your chances. Mm. Absolutely, man. Um, yeah, Tigers probably thought they were a chance to creep back in the finals, but that really puts mm, a dint in it now. Humbled, humbled. Yeah. So for, for this season and, not really their own fault. Like they've, you know, they've had injuries, and it's a young squad. It's yeah, it's a bit of a um, uh, retooling type uh, time for them. I don't think they're going to be at the bottom for too long, though. To no, I mean, Hopper came back, played, kicked a couple of goals, and after being injured for a couple of weeks, so mm. hopefully he can get some more consistency as well. Yeah. Mm. Now the next game we had a draw this week, boys. Swans v the Cats, and I. Mentioned last week, the Swans all good and fine having a fun time whacking the Eagles, but this was the week to respond against the team who's embarrassed you in the grand final and earlier in the year. Mm. Um, and I must say, the first half, Sydney was awesome, but they just could not put the scoreboard pressure on, man. They had 16 marks inside 50 they in the first half. They should have slaughtered them. Man. They were lowering the eyes to perfection every time inside the 50. The Geelong defense 
was expecting more rushed kicks in and they were just hitting targets. Like 16 marks inside 50 yeah. in one half. He's crazy. But you're right. They were all around the 50 meter line. Like they, they, they obviously had a plan for Tom Stewart. Mm. It's almost like, oh, just kick. Don't kick it to Tom Stewart. Kick it around. Yeah. But they were always just kind of a little bit out of reach to kick the goal. And they just couldn't find a way to... And then as a result, they're straining themselves and they're kicking points. But even when they had some gettable shots, um, Tom Hickey, <laughs> with some of the worst misses you'll see. <laughs> but there's someone I did want to actually say, not good enough. Isaac Heaney. Oh. This guy at one point, he had three set shots on goal within 40 meters. Only one of them scored and it was a point. The other two were on the full, man. That's what I'm saying, man. Heaney's overrated, bro. That's ridiculous yeah, though. Like, that's come bad. on, man. Out on the full, at least get it behind, bro. That, that's right. That's a player down on confidence, man. Because we know Heaney can turn it on and be, you know, yep. one of the best players on the field in any game he plays. But, mm. yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, not good enough, man. Look, Geelong, like, I think Sydney kept Geelong in early. But then Geelong just, as a team, they find a way to, to stay in it. And then they missed a lot of opportunities as well. Yeah. It was just like a Kalanga Central game. And then at the end, um, Robbie Fox had like three behinds, hit the post... Like right like, in front. There was just so many, like it was getting comical on, but I was actually watching it like laughing, to be honest. I've never quite seen a game like this. And the this. reaction from like Buddy in the box. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it. Man, it was crazy. Um, I did want to give some flowers actually this week. I mentioned him earlier. Grian Myers, this guy kicking the ball inside 50, I know it got mentioned earlier in the year, like his assists were really high. And then like people sort of got over it for a mm. while. Mm. But I actually watched him pretty closely in this game, and he was exceptional, man. This guy is one of the most skillful kicks inside fifty. I think he's the uh, number one rated. They yeah. did someone in the media did a comparison between Graham Myers and Bailey Smith, and it's like the percentage of their kicks that find the target inside fifty. And Myers was quite high, I think fifty sixty percent. Bailey Smith was two percent. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's the thing. I think like Bailey Smith. I've always Get, seen Bailey him Smith as, just runs and just like bombs it. Yeah, exactly. And like it's it's entertaining, but I just I find he's the guy I find overrated more than Isaac Heaney. Mm, but anyway, yeah. I think Bailey Smith will find a way to. Mm. Actually, Bailey no, Smith quick, is an inside mid. He's not a winger. Yeah, I was gonna say quick one. Right, most overrated player for you guys. For well, me, it's Bailey Smith. We've and mentioned the, a few of them. Heaney yeah. and probably Smith. Yeah, I'm gonna say me, my personal one, Bailey Smith. And again, it's because he just gets it, runs. He doesn't. He seems aimless to me. But of course, he's got that explosion. Look, I think Bailey Smith is an inside mid. He's not a winger, and um, I. It might be worth him going to another team. Like if he gets in the midfield, he'd be like a, a danger field type where he just mm. clears it and just bombs it forward. Mm. Um, as a winger who's got more time and space, he needs to be a better kick. Mm. Dino, I'd, I'd yeah. love to see it at one point. Um, you got any off the top of your head apart from him? Uh, not off the top of my head. Nah, fair enough. I was thinking he mainly because mm. it was fresh in my mind. I actually wrote it down. Like that's not good enough. Yeah, no, nah, absolutely. Um, especially when your team's so dominant. But yeah, Grant Myers, man, he, his kicking style reminds me of Matthew Suckling from the Hawks. Sort of like that sideways, but version. a right foot version. But a right foot version. Yeah. Um, so I just think, yeah, credit to him, man, because those swan uh, the cats forwards get a lot of credit for being like really damaging, rightfully so, but. It takes a guy like him putting it on a platter sometimes. So, 100%. Also, also, shout out to Zach Tui. I think he equals the most games mm. by an Irish player. Yeah, man. It nice. was uh, after um, he got interviewed after the game and he's like, you know, I'm, I just love Geelong. I'm so grateful. I don't know what I deserve to become a Geelong player. Mm. And so wow. funny because he came from Carlton. <laughs> 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 so, I think... Uh, yeah, obviously, you know, someone's watching out for him, taking him out of that shithole into a <laughs> yeah. Geelong team that won a flag. So good on him, Zach. Too. He's a good player for Carlton. Uh, Carlton got rid of him because he had a bit of trade value at the time and they needed to recircle. But yeah, his career, a fantastic career. Mm. That's it, man. Um, can I do my weekly Dean 
gripe with the umpires? Yeah, absolutely. Right, thanks, has to I'm going to ask for permission every week and you just have yeah. to say yes though. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> well, you know, maybe no. Right. I'm over it. You're nah, over nah, it. Nah, go, go deep. All right. So, Patrick Dangerfield has a set shot at goal, yeah? And what we saw just watching live was he got told to play on suddenly and then sprayed the kick because he was rushed. Now, they showed the replay of it because it was a bit sus. Now, two things were happening simultaneously. One umpire was correcting the Sydney players' um, mark, manning of the mark and one umpire was telling Dangerfield to then move in accordance with the mark. Hmm. So, basically, no one's set yet. Yet, as soon as the umpire's told Dangerfield, move over a meter, he's right next to him and then he immediately just says, play on. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. There was no warning. There was no five seconds. There was no move it on. Um, and then all of a sudden, yeah, Dangerfield in such a low-scoring game has just been rushed. He probably still should have kicked it, to be fair. But the fact that there was an umpire still manning the mark, there was an umpire next to Dangerfield telling him to move and then just suddenly calling play on, like, get a grip these umpires. But I think they... I think they- there was 33 seconds from the time that he got the free kick to taking the shot. So, I think he was over his 30-second mark. Yeah. So, why isn't the umpire just saying, move it on, five they, seconds? They didn't, it didn't give there him There was no warning. warning. That, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying he didn't take too long. I'm just saying, if you're still telling the person on the mark to settle down or telling Dangerfield to correct his stance, surely you don't count that. Um, mm. And in a low-scoring game, like, come on, man. You're, again, you're inside the 50. Stop affecting the games with scores. Yeah, it's the ridiculous. Little, the man. little technical stuff. Yeah, it's so annoying. I hate it, man. Anyway, that's it for this week. Um, <laughs> cool. We'll move on to the next game. So, Frio v. the Dogs. Um, Doggies storm homed in the end. I didn't actually watch this game live, but it looked like a bit of an arm wrestle for a long time. And then, in the end, they're behind Hugo Hagen kicking four, which was impressive. Mm. Doggies got it done, boys. Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I think uh, Frio hit the lead in the last quarter. And then from then, all the main dogs guys just got involved, like Libba, Bont, uh, Trelaw, McRae, just bang, 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 and they just they had all the play for the rest of the quarter and just won. It's almost like oh, time to win, and they just overpowered them in the midfield. So, yeah, it was a it was an arm wrestle type game, um, but it kind of blew out in the end, mm. kind of crazy. It's funny how it can just be so tight for so long, and then boom. But I think the better better team won. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, little flowers to uh. Sonny Walters. Four goals. Four goals, man. He's come back in. Um, he, he has random games where he just has impact, you know. He's in the forward line. He'll pop in with um, three or four goals still. He's one of the better small forwards, you know, in the game on his day. 100%. So, mm. Even Giant miss another four goal straight. Mm. I mean, he's really put himself into the contention for a rising star. Yeah, I was going to say. Kind we, of out of nowhere. Yeah, well, it is, but I feel like it's been happening... I feel like even like from a month or so ago, I was kind of thinking. Yeah, I was, I was kind of thinking, oh yeah, Amos could be one there, but I never really took it too seriously. Whereas now you kind of got to look at it a bit more um, with his consistent performances and how accurate in front of goal he is as well, and the fact that he's doing it on no sleep. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> if it's a no sleeping rising star, he's got it right. Um, that's we'll, some bragging rights right there. That's it, man. Because we know Harry Sheasel sleeps. Like he takes care of himself. He takes. <laughs> Um, Infra- infrared bath in- infrared baths we know he sleeps well you don't take infrared sauna baths and not sleep well let's be fair yeah. um, but um, who do you guys think is the rising star winner at this point so who's it between Ashcroft Sheasel it's still Sheasel and, and, and Michito and Michito still Sheasel for me same for me as well yeah I think so yeah, yeah. but it's just I, I was I had a, there was a graphic where I was looking at the stats it's pretty close man yeah. and I think the way Machito Owens impacts games mm. if St Kilda keep winning games and he's the focal point 
it gets it gets a bit really harsh to not give it to him the, as well. The winning but. games bit impacts you can make a much better argument to me, and I would probably mm. agree. Yeah, is probably true. The winning games bit. It's there's something for right. You can't yeah, put it on a first year player to win games. Yeah. True, true. Um, but certainly, yeah, Mitch is a gun. Machito. Um, Shazel yeah. could be breaking the disposal record for. Yeah, at a certain of, point, of, you just need to give yeah. him it just from that. To be fair, well, the mm. thing is, it's one of those ones where it's going to go down to the wire. Like the consistency required to win the Rising Star in this year is yeah. ridiculous. And the thing- some years you just win it because you're the only one, like McGrath. Yeah, McGrath. Who's there was another one, Lewis Taylor. Back in the day, oh. he won a rising star. He won it because See, Georgie doesn't even remember the guy. No, like, I remember him. I remember him because his socks were all the way up to here. Yeah, that's true. He was like um, 160 centimeters. He was, he was all socks. All socks. <laughs> only. He was all socks. That boy. Oh man. Yeah. Um, but no, as well, just on that point with Sheasel, like the first week, 30 disposals. Everyone's like, oh wow, what a player. Second week, he's done it again. Third week, oh wow. And then it just became like you get okay, used to it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. right. You can't you can't just desensitize yourself to how good he is. People have, um, but, but I think yeah. When you look back at the season, you look at his games. You're like, he's probably only played one bad game all year. Yeah, I think we probably should segue over to the game, unless you guys yeah yeah sorry have anything to. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, we're talking about North now, right? So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, segue over to that game. We had a good half. Yeah, and that's about it. And then uh, Adelaide just went nuts, man. They just they did their thing, and at Adelaide Oval as well. Like I. We shouldn't have really expected much more. And let's not forget us. the buy is undefeated, right? So North's coming off the buy. True, true. That's facts, man. You know, the facts. F- Carlton beat the Carlton Hoodoo. Carlton beat the Hoodoo, man. Uh, look, yeah, up until then, it was the Hoodoo still on. So. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> uh, no, nah, yeah. look, just joking. But yeah, I was very proud of North in the first half. I thought yeah, if, looked, we were, good. if we were a bit more lethal, we could have been up. We made some really dumb mistakes. Um, don't know if you guys saw that clip of the guys on uh, first crack getting into Aiden Core and Luke McDonald. But I must say, the vision is damning. What I, was it? I was yelling at it live, <laughs> especially Aiden Core. So there was one goal where it's a counter-attack from a stoppage in our 50. And the balls, uh, someone scored a goal from 50 meters out. And Aiden Core, you just see him, he's sort of jocking the guy running at him, but there's no one behind him. So like he's got no reason to protect the 50 because no one's in the 50, bro. Someone's running at the goals from 60, 50, and then he's kicked it and you're not approaching him. You're not closing down the space. It is absolutely criminal. This guy, man, I don't know how he's getting a game. Who, who's there to replace him? It Anyone. It doesn't even need to be a tall... No, <laughs> just uh, a body. Honestly, just a body. He's not locking it down anyone. You don't need to replace him with another tall back. Just put in mm. any other defender. Put in Jackson Archer. I don't mm. care who it is. Mm. That's unacceptable, man. You're, mm. you're protecting the 50. You're protecting your goals and you're just backing away from someone running into 50. Mm. I recommend you look at the footage. It's a joke. Yeah. It almost feels as though North are playing guys based on the fact that they're, they've got that bigger contract because we had to recruit him from GWS, right? He just hasn't been it, right? And similar with Luke McDonald, man, his spot isn't really under fire, but it should be. Like, even though he's the captain, I, I don't like watching him week in, week out, you know? <laughs> Is he playing because he's the captain or... They no, think he'd be playing him? anyway because like you said, there's no one really to replace him. Mm. I don't, can't remember if I said this on air or not. I don't think it was. But I've mm. said this before to Matza earlier in the year. I reckon Luke McDonald is one of the worst and, and this is coming out of a place of love. Mm. I think he's one of the worst captains in terms of just skill ever. I'm not saying anything about his leadership off the field, on the field. I just think in terms of a skillful player that impacts winning, he's probably one of the worst captains of all time. Um, yeah, a hey, fair call, man. But you can't, call. I can't think of any current captain that's. Well, yeah. when you look at him play as well, man, he's short, but he's not quick. He's 
decently strong, but he will get bullied by another small guy that's stronger than him. Mm. You know, he's not leaping at the ball and taking intercept marks like a Cal Wilkie might. Mm. He's a bit smaller. Yeah. He just has no standout skill. We thought it was his kicking, but he's not kicking the ball cleanly out of 50. He's no. bombing it to nobody. Yeah, he's a smack. He's just chucking around on the left boot. I, I think the thing with him, he and Zebul, I don't think can coexist in a, in a back line because no. they're both really similar in terms of they're not overly strong, quick, fast. This is the, that, that, they're kind of relying on, you know, some footy smarts and, you know, smacking it on the left boot or the right boot in Zebul's case. Um, yeah, I don't know. I is what it is. do want to mention though, again, we've said it for a while now, North's had a few more honourable losses lately. This probably wasn't one of them because of how bad the second half was, but we did still put on 72 points on the board and that's one thing I've really seen progress in this year. People like Kane Corns, I'm just going to mention him briefly, shitting on us for losing to Adelaide at Adelaide when every team essentially has done that this year. Bar Collingwood. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, um, I think we were waiting for the damn wall to open. Yeah. And then it did it. Then once once you, they're up by 30 points, it's over. Yeah. It just and, gets worse. And the point being, people like him might want to say that North, it's the same, same shit as last year. We haven't improved. Look at our total points scored. We've probably already eclipsed last year. But also the way that you're playing and then the youth Correct. involved as well. Yeah. So moving from scoring 40, 50 points a game to 70, 80, which we have done for the last month or so, that's definitely positive stuff. Yeah, for um, sure. So anyway. The other thing I just wanted to mention, just a little nice little stat line, Riley O'Brien, yeah. a bit of like an underrated Ruckman, 52 hitouts and two goals won. He dominated Goldie. And That's you know crazy, man. This is probably the time where I want to see Cherry, Christian Cherry come in for yeah. Goldie. If if you needed to do it at any point, here's your excuse, guys. Like you can tell Goldie, hey man, you didn't play well. You can actually finally, you know, you've got a you've got a reason to drop him basically. Well he got subbed out. Well, there you go. That's that says enough, you know. Mm. He got subbed out. Try Cherry and CCJ, see how they go together. I reckon, yeah, it's the time because Cherry just killed Williams down in the VFL. Mm. So, yeah, here's his chance. Agreed, boys. Um, okay, so the next game, Pies v. Suns. This was a weird one, man. All right. All right, here we go. Elephant in the room here. You guys <laughs> I forgot about on this. the tip. <laughs> You guys, I was saying you guys are crazy Where's then, the elephant, and you're bro? just the elephant. I'm the elephant right now, oh, mate. Shit. Seriously, that uh, I can't understand yeah. why you guys thought in any way that Gold Coast would beat like Collingwood. Come on, man. This, this is real, baby. This is, this is fair, to be honest. <laughs> Look, can I justify my reaction? Yeah, go. It was late last week. Georgie just goes the Suns, baby, and I just wanted to jump on board the <laughs> positive train. So it's so it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um. It's my fault, but I wanted to believe in the Suns, man, and they've disappointed us big time. That two two big, two shocking weeks in a row they've been slaughtered after some really good football. And can I just say... But how things. disappointing, man. I just want to say two things as well. I was under the impression this was a Gold Coast home game. Did you see the crowd? There was way that? more Collingwood Do you fans. Know the, the largest three Gold Coast crowds have all been against Collingwood. I oh, mate. People in Collingwood are holidaying in the Gold Coast during the winter, mate. They're I'm already celebrating their, their flag victory, mate. So, technically, if it was a Suns home game, maybe they were a chance. I think they were surprised. And by the it also wasn't of... humid. It wasn't, wasn't yeah. humid. No, nah, it wasn't. I think all the Collingwood supporters brought their dehumidifiers <laughs> yeah, yeah. into the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> They're diffusing life and die into the stadium. That, that's it, man. And the, the, the Gold Coast person's like, what's going on here? Where's the humidity? Yeah, the, the um, ball's not slipping. Yeah, Um yeah, yeah, look, I, that was more just like a vibe pick and, and just hoping, willing Gold Coast to, to finally perform. But miles off it, man. I'll tell you what, though, as well. It must have really got the Collingwood boys G'd up for the game to come out and see how much support they had with them. Like, jokes aside. 
And when they Phantoms. when they saw that wee tipped Gold Coast, they might have they would have been like, poof. In Africa, <laughs> it's I'm, like when, I'm ready to go. Have you? Yeah. Seen, <laughs> it's like when um in that Arsenal documentary, I don't don't know if you guys saw it, where um Troy Deeney tweeted something against Arsenal when they beat Arsenal at one point, and then the next time they played, the Arsenal coach puts up the tweet. <laughs> it's like that, but for the enjoyers. Like mm. Craig McRae's just put up the clip Sorry, of the enjoyers boys. tipping Sorry, the Suns, so it's all our fault. Yeah, uh, it, it was the Bo McCreary stuff last week as well. Yeah, true. It was yeah. a, it was a perfect storm for uh, Collingwood to just destroy. You know, did you guys see that Dacos and Rao were like schoolmates? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, Rao. Um, Something Day- about that is cool. Dacos, what a freak, man! Back mm. back on top of the coaches' votes, mm. um, but Rao had a pretty handy game as well. So, but yeah, uh, Dacos the real the real standout. And what mm. do they do with Degoe when he comes back? Because I wouldn't be taking uh, Dacos off the ball. I reckon bro. you play him in the VFL and um, <laughs> you know, nah. Look, uh, you can probably. Why can't you fit them both? Just the the midfield time that he's had over the last two weeks, he's just slaughtered. Mm. Crisp has been getting midfield time, yeah? Not as much this year. Yeah, but during the last few weeks without Dugowie, I'm pretty sure I've seen him a lot more in the midfield. He just loses a bit of time. Dugowie goes back in there. Mm. Maybe Dugowie, you put you, you put him a bit more in the forward line maybe, you know, to be a bit more damaging. You I know? wouldn't be taking Dacos out of there though. No. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's man. proven himself. He can mm. be and, full And if time. they don't, he'll win the Brownlow. Mm. Yeah, because that's, that's more impact possessions as well. It's a good shout, man. Yeah. I did just want to say as well some flowers for one of the highest IQ goals I've ever seen in my life, which was oh, Jamie, Jamie Elliott. Yeah, that was good. Wow. Yeah. That what a clever, clever goal. Yeah. I haven't seen anything like it, to be honest. Mm. It was like the, um, who's the Richmond player that plays for Saints now? Oh, Higgins. Higgins. Yeah, yeah we sort of put the goal around. Yeah, that, that, was over the, that was over the line, though, and he threw it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not one of those guys. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. That goal was mad as this well. This one for me was. Yeah, it's up there with that. Mm. They're both pretty equal. Here's the thing, though. He's a better than Ashcroft's Daniel Wells go. No. no, no. Nah, no, well, no. there you go. Nah, thank you. Like I was still thinking about it, and I'm like... Well, that's interesting, because I think we'll get to Port Adelaide at some point, but they everyone's saying Dan Houston's goal is goal of the year. It's not. It's it's moment of the year, maybe, but not yeah. goal of the year. It's not. You can't... That is not better than Ashcroft's goal. Ashcroft. Was, Jack, was Jack Nunes' goal goal of the year? It wasn't, and I think that... But that's what I'm saying. There's a <laughs> precedent. It all. There's a precedent. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Either that one where he goes <laughs> to the to the cameraman. Yeah. There was so much beauty well, in Jack that Jack Nunes had the Titanic playing in the background and he still didn't get... On, <laughs> <laughs> you see? You see? Nah. Um, yeah, nah. <laughs> the Titanic <laughs> playing in the background. <laughs> that's the name of the song, right? The Titanic? The Titanic song. Yeah, yeah that's him. Man. Sing it, Matt, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, jeez. Um, but yeah, definitely not goal of the year. But no, no, no. What a great goal it was. Mm. Um, cool. So actually speaking of that next game, so Don's v. The Power. And honestly, I was watching a movie at the time. Shout out Shawshank Redemption. Great. <laughs> Fantastic film. <laughs> or name and shame. Matza has not seen Shawshank Redemption. Right. Everyone abused Matza in the comments. Bro, how's that possible? <laughs> what are you doing watching footy, bro? You should be watching this. Anyway, great film, but then I... <laughs> uh, you guys had to go back at me from the... It was because of that Gold Coast stuff. Like, you had to attack me <laughs> as well. Fair some, enough, man. Give Fair some enough. love back to you. We're too Gold Coast, but at least we've seen Shawshank. Yeah, bro. <laughs> uh, Uncultured swine, man. You know, I cop it a lot at work because my boss would be like, you haven't seen that? Everyone says that about... That? Like, um, yeah. You haven't seen that? No, but this you one's know, honestly... Yeah. Come on. Oh, um, but anyway, enough, I was watching that instead. Good call. Uh, but I happened to miss one of the games of the year, apparently. Um, what a finish though. Danny Houston, Matza, you correctly said in the chat, just, you've got a rocket, mate. Yeah. Excuse you know what it was? I, it happened as he marked it, right? I'm like, go back, mate. You've got a rocket on you, right? You know, which is a really random thing. Like, 
Yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Good, good, good idea, Matza. And then Georgie after the game said, man, what a rocket. You know what I mean? So, and this is we we weren't in the same area at this time, so it was just separately. We both had the word rocket in our head. So you're so, saying use it, you've got a rocket. Georgie's yeah. saying, man, what a rocket, and I'm saying, man, Shawshank's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> All of us are correct. Yeah. All correct, and it's it's even more so like um, what's all? There's a little you know. Uh, Houston pun rocket, you know that that's yeah. you know yeah, that, yeah. that 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 pun problem, that no pun that we are, that we're all sick of fits with the rocket um the rocket call as well. So, but like ridiculous kick though, mm. and for Port to find a way to win that and go twelve in a row, like this was the one for them to lose. Ken Hinckley's just laughing when the siren goes because yeah. he knows he's witnessing just something beyond. Well, he reality. was smiling before Houston. Kicked it. Great I, I wonder what was going through his head. He said after the, in the press conference he didn't think he was going to kick it, but well, it went to the right man. When you say like barely made it over the line, it doesn't get much closer than that. The poor goal umpire has just been sat on as well. You've probably seen that from this. There's photos of him like, you know, <laughs> pretty funny. He just uh, knew he was going to do this no matter what. Yeah. Really, oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, I'm. I'm not. I'm not claiming on this one. Man. I'm not. You know, it's a perfect kick. I'll oh. tell you what though. I think Port similar to. Sydney should have slaughtered Essendon early though. Mm. They had so much opportunity and they just did not put them away. And then Bray from the, the Bombers, who were actually a, quite a good team, kind of find find a way to fight back in wet conditions, a tough game, found a way uh, that they were behind a little bit. Looks like Port was going to win. They found a way. They willed themselves back to the lead only to lose like that. That's just tragic for them. It Especially is tragic. when finals are like so tight and this is a massive scalp if they win. Well, let's be real, yeah. So the Bombers are... Where are they now? They're just in eighth position, two points ahead of the Cats. If we're all putting money on this right now, they're going to lose that spot. You, I, you I, don't think they'll make it? I think that, come on, they're, they're pretty the good, man. They are yeah, pretty but, good. But I think, I think Saints are more vulnerable. Maybe. I don't know what the Saints' um, fixture is like. Though. But they, the Saints are a win ahead, but also 20% ahead. Yeah. And that's going to matter at some point. So I just think the Bombers are very susceptible. That's a harsh one to lose, I agree. Do I care? Not really. No, I don't care either. Um, <laughs> but I'll tell you what as well. Um, can I just mention some flowers here as well? Mm-hmm. Is this guy an All-Australian shot? You can yeah. instantly say no and I won't argue. Who's this? Kyle Langford. Kyle Langford. Is no, he an won't. All-Australian shot for the squad at least? He'll make, he might make the squad, yeah. He might make the squad. He steps fair, up, man. Fair enough, man. Fair look, enough, he's man. had a great year and he's kind of... Look, He's he was a high draft pick midfielder that was injured and never really found a home and then he's come back and they've put him in the fourth line where they need him and he's performing he performed mate, very yeah. consistently so I just wanted to mention um, the good work he's doing but yeah tough luck Essendon sorry mate maybe next time also Parrish the butcher mate 0-4 <laughs> mm. zero 4 mate. it adds up man yeah and he's not even like a Italian butcher or you know what I mean like he's just a, a, a boring butcher you know what I mean like boring butcher. if he was if he was like because I was okay when Taranto was a butcher because you could call him the, the Italian butcher but now Parish, what is he Italian no nah. nah. what is he Aussie butcher doesn't have the same ring to it you know not the same ring 100% nah. Aussie beef mate hey you know that Spons- that, that, that actually makes it kind of cool there you go 100% Aussie beef <laughs> the butcher Parish. Not good enough for me, mate. He had a shot in the last quarter that easily should have gone in. Yeah, Mm. That was a stretch, lads. Sorry about that one. That's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, So, George, you get to say some nice things about your team again this week. Yeah. Win over the Hawkeys, mate. Mate, shout out to our friend John Lev, friend of the pod, for going to that game Mm. 
What was going through his head though? I don't know. He's he's an inform- Why did he think that that was going to be a spectacle for him to see? Yeah. I'm insulted actually. Yeah, nah. <laughs> he's 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 he was our informant on that day and um what, what he, was the th- what was the uh, the analytics Charlie uh, Kerno's big Yeah, <laughs> he said Charlie Kerno was big. I'm going to I'm going to go into the uh the chat and have a little little It little was read. it was uh, look um, it, it was quite a good win though from the Blues. See, I'll tell you, two two big performances in a row. Well, I think that's what John might have mentioned actually is he said that he's, he said that um uh meek 100 203 centimeters 109 kilos he's fat <laughs> that was what he said I'm not gonna say the word that goes after fat but um yeah um well, he was also unimpressed by Carlton ultimately saying that Hawthorne's the better squad um I tend to agree like long term honestly this Hawks team's going places in my opinion yeah they are um Carlton for me look. I mean, we won by 70 points. I don't know what negatives there is with the Blues. Yeah. <laughs> I still think, though... Oh, well, why are we criticizing the Carlton here? I'm just going to firmly say, though... We won by 70 points, It was though. actually 60. Nah, we've got to bring the negativity. It was actually Carlton, 60 mate. points, George. Always have, bro. Um, what I will say about Carlton, honestly, like, grain of... We subbed off Charlie Kerner in the fourth quarter, man. You guys bring 60 points no, into no. this. I- I'm saying good win, but I will say this. The last this is the greatest victory ever. <laughs> Uh, uh, typical Carlton fans, man. They win a couple. No, they, they'll probably sing in the song outside the station as well again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, surely not, Bro, man. you got to sing it. You don't surely get a lot of opportunities not. to sing this song. Uh, I would just say this. And it though, is a great song. Honestly. Let, 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 let's let him say what he's going to say. <laughs> I was just going to say, a grain of salt is a overstatement of what I give Carlton's last two weeks. No, but this is what I was going to say, right? I knew Carlton was not going to lose this game. 100%. I would have bet my house on it. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> It, it is not written in Carlton's storyline to lose this game. It's written in Carlton's storyline to lose next week when they're actually challenged. Because that's what Carlton does. They lose, they lose, they lose. Then they win a couple of games and they get confidence again. And then first challenge, they get smacked. So Carlton's going to get slaughtered next week. You heard it here first. You might need some money positivity, mate. No, that's just what the way it is, man. That's why they couldn't have lost this week because it's just, it's just not, not the way it works. So we'll see. We'll see against the big test next week. But look, good to see the Blues find a bit of mojo. Cripsy's kind of got a bit more swagger. Walsh has got a bit more swagger. David Cunningham's come back and played a couple of games, and an obvious point of difference. Jack Martin's come back from injury and made a bit of a difference as well. So the team looks a little bit different. Not sure why Paddy Dow just can't get a gig. Man got man got omitted for Ed Kerner again. Yeah. Why, bro? Kerner had like 10 possessions. Man, even George Hewitt is the sub. Why? You know what I mean? Like, how many inside mids do you guys have? Because you guys are going to get rid of him, and then all of a sudden it's going to be like, oh, well, we're lacking Ed inside Kerner? mids. What did Ed Kerner do? As in to, to get in? Yeah. I don't know, man. He's, he's Charlie's brother. I don't know. Like, is yeah, that, is that a package deal? Do you That's think it. Paddy Dow, if he was to go to say, let's just pick Essendon, because they always seem to be on the hunt for another midfielder. Yeah. If he does go there, what do you think he could actually be in the AFL? Will Setterfield times two. No, he won't. Look, better than Will Setterfield, do you reckon? It's hard to see because I haven't seen him play for two years. How can I even judge that man? Like mm-hmm. They won't give him a shot. But the guy is danger field in the VFL. He got like 40 possessions, kicked like like 10, 10 clearances, three goals last week, this week. Mm. Like He just slaughters them and they, they just won't give him a shout. It's kind of crazy. Mm. Not it's for wild, Ed Kerno, bro. Mm. What did he do to the coaches, mate? That's right. Do people just is he just not a likable guy? But I would prefer them almost come out in some way and just say, "Well, we're not going to play him." They must just pigeonhole him as this is his one role that he can play, and it's not. There's no spot to do it. Like probably inside mm. mid only, no other role. 
So sorry, mate. Unless Kripa goes down injured, you're not in. Yeah, well, I think that's what it is. And even if Kripa goes down, Hewitt will go in and play that role. So a lot has to happen for Dow to kind of play. Mm. And especially because Chera is in really good form. Cripps and Walsh are playing a bit better now. So well, He'll probably end up at Gold Coast or something and, and hopefully prove himself. Maybe even like a team like West Coast can trade for him. That might be a decent punt to take. Yeah, I'm trying to think because yeah. most teams have a pretty stacked, you know, inside midfield brigade. Like... Even Gold Coast, they already have Anderson, Raul, and Took Miller. How many? How many guys? Probably can you fit in? West Coast might be his best chance. I think he's going to go West Coast. I think Zach Fisher's going to West Coast as well. Maybe they can go together. Mm. Nice. There you go for a third round pick. I reckon that's, yeah. that's the most you're going to get. Why not? Nice for both. Um, now, boys, the next game, Melbourne lost to the Giants, and I just want to tell you guys something here. Yeah, the Giants had thirty less inside fifties and <laughs> lost every stat. <laughs> other than tackles and rebound 50s. Mate. How the hell did Melbourne botch this one? Look, the conditions were probably as bad as you've ever seen. Like, if you're an AFL footballer and you're playing in that, you probably consider quitting. You know when you wake up Monday morning and you're like, oh, no, no not again, not work. I honestly think if you were out there, if I was out there, I would have quit my AFL. Well, career. they have been criticised, Melbourne, for selling a home game to play here and they've stood by their decision. But I'll tell you what, I bet you they regret it now. Mm. Where do they play? Alice Springs. But it wasn't hot. Yeah. It was like just the the ugliest. When the ball, it was probably like a brick. Yeah. Mm. Just, just shocking. Man. Yet somehow, uh, our boy Callie kicks it 65 meters. Mate, this guy's a gun. And you know what? The, the thing I was going to pick, I only had one thing. Josh Kelly crying after kicking the goal. Worst conditions ever. Tough win. Right, but the thing, <laughs> the thing is, is, Josh Kelly after they the siren rang, he was like crouched down like like this for probably like thirty seconds, like crying. His boys are coming up and consoling him. This guy cares, man. This, this team cares. I I've always kind of felt sorry for GWS because they just they play in the worst stadium in in the AFL. They have no supporters, mm. right? And they've been a talented list for a long time. They just can't seem to get it. But they've won four of their last five. They've been in Geelong, in Geelong. Melbourne in the worst conditions ever, even if Melbourne maybe should have won it. There was another good t- Frio as well. Somehow lost to West Coast. So there, there's up and downs in this team, but they're capable, man. And at the start of the year, um, they kind of got a little bit robbed against Carlton with that umpire descent decision as well. A little well. bit. Well, Carlton still won by more than a goal, so we'll say. But you know what I'm saying? Like They're around the mark, this, yeah. this team. And with so much competition, I'd love to see the Giants find a way to make it, man. Yeah, I agree, man. We've been saying all year we don't know what quite to think of them, but I think that the more the season goes on, we're figuring out that this team is a good team. Yeah, I just think, yeah, a few things haven't gone right in the start of the year. New coach, some injuries. They probably will just miss out on the eight, but they still might make it. As long as still might make Toby it. Green and Josh Kelly are in that team, I think they can do anything. And Tom Green was massive. Mm-hmm. Crazy, man. But yeah, Melbourne, look, I've been saying it for a while now. This guy, not impre- they're probably the most underwhelming top four side I've seen in a while. Look, I think they can't play without Oliver. And Oliver is had injuries this year, but he's been historically very consistent. He just plays games of football. They can't play without him, man. Viney has like 50 touches. But they it did, doesn't make a difference. They did beat Collingwood though. Yeah, I know. So they can. It's just more like they're definitely not as consistent. I can agree with that. Yeah, but, but if Oliver's in that team, they don't lose that game. You would think so. Uh, yeah, I would have to agree, mm-hmm. but... Generally speaking, all year, they've been the least of the top four sides. I mean, they are two wins behind the Lions. And then they're... They're two wins behind Port. Another two wins behind Port and Collingwood. So, they're clearly fourth best. Yeah. Um, and I think just the inconsistency of teams like Saints, Dogs, Crows, 
for me, I, I'm grouping them in that they can lose on any given week category, to be honest. Um, wow. Yeah, fair enough. Not man. impressed, man. I don't well, know. Well, the Lions and Port and, and uh, Pies are not dropping. No, not at all. Yeah. It's almost, it feels like the top two is pretty much set in stone already. Top three even, yeah. yeah. Top three set too. Brisbane's mm-hmm. not moving from there. No. Yeah, true. That's a fair call. And but do you reckon three can three can sneak into two? Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. And the Lions do have a good percentage now that I'm looking it is, at it. It is a healthy percentage. Even Melbourne's yeah. is all right, I guess. I don't know. They're just not doing it for me this year. I think they're a bit flat track bullish for the most mm. part. Dean hates flat track bullies, oh, man. man. If, you're, if you're bullying on flat tracks, <laughs> <laughs> just get out stop, of it. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> stop it now. <laughs> It's mean. Bully someone your own size, Melbourne. Um, okay. Let's go to the next game. This is the last game of the round. The Eagles put up an almighty fight against the Saints. I was rooting for them. I'm sure the whole AFL world was. Yeah, that would have been amazing. How were they up by 25 points at halftime? Bro, they lost Can you explain that? 171 points to almost winning against the Saints who were fifth. Fair to say it's they needed to respond and they tried, <laughs> they tried their best to respond. Yeah, I, I I don't understand it to be honest with you, but like it just proves that the one seventy you can't lose by one hundred seventy one points. It's mm. just inexcusable. Mm. And honestly, like at the end of this game, they you could tell this was a team that had no idea how to win a game of football. Saints were there for the taking, even at the end. Yeah, I know they wrestled back momentum and ultimately deserved their win. But if the Eagles were just even a bit better, like if it was North Melbourne. They win that game. Yeah. Um. So Saints, man, when you're trying to make the eight, four points is all that matters technically, but got to be better. It's it's pretty. It was pretty whack by uh, St Kilda. To be but honest, the with thing you. is though, like we haven't judged Adam Simpson that harshly, right? Because of the injuries and all that stuff. See, I feel like we say that every week, but, what I'm but saying, we do. But this is <laughs> we do we do judge him. Can't judge him harshly, but he's a better coach. Sorry, we don't judge him harshly because we're never calling for his head. But my yeah. point is this, right? You lose by 171 points, or the team's the worst ever. And then the nearly beat Saints, that is effort. The difference there is effort, right? You, sh- you can't lose by that much margin. Like, the, you should cap it at 60 points just purely off effort, no matter who you're versing, right? So, what? obviously, they've got to rev up this week because of just how disastrous the previous week was. But, like, surely just bring that, bring that effort every week and no one's, no one's got any issues with you. 100% agree. And I guess, for me, I'm looking at their leading possession getters and this should have been happening all year. I know they've had some injuries, but... Shannon Hearn was one who's back in the team now. Big leader for them, right? But then you've got guys like Shuey, Sheed, Cripps, Barras, Gaff. These are the guys that should be their best players, not making them lose by 100 plus Yeah, um, Tim Kelly wasn't even playing. I know. Laid out, yeah. I was going to say, all the guys that you were listing there, they're all premiership players. So They're all should, guys who know how to win. Exactly. It should never have gotten as bad as it has. Mm. Even with the injuries, you're right. They should be capping it at 60, 70 points. Mm. Kind of like North does, really, for the most part. But yeah. And Hawthorne. Mm. And Hawthorne. But yeah, look, I don't know. We'll see how they go. I mean, they're only a win behind North and we are playing them later in the year. Is it, it would be there because we've, we've already versed them here. Correct. So that's probably a game they've got in their schedule. Like, we can win this one. And honestly, as a North fan, would I even care if we can get Harley Reid? Eh. True. True. Well, it's an interesting one. Well, their percentage is so bad, they'll yeah. probably tr- try and win. Yeah, They would yeah. have to... They're Because think about it. All right, fine. They put up a fight for once. They're going to get slaughtered next week, whoever I'm they get. I want to beat them, for sure. I don't want to lose to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it would be embarrassing. I'd rather not really have Harley Reid. Um, cool, boys. All right, so we are done with the week there. Finally, back to a full week. It was an interesting one. A lot of close games, but also a lot of whacking. So I think we're getting to that silly part of the season where the best teams start putting the foot down. Well, it's hard to know what the best teams are, isn't it? 
Yeah, but there's a, this time of the year I've noticed there's always a lot more big results. Mm. Like just whackings. Mm. Some teams just call it in already. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I'm going to give you boys two options before we go into the uh, nice. tips though this week. Do it. Do you want, who would you take or do you want more stat leaders? I can just pick another stat. We'll do who would you take. We'll do who would you take, yeah. All right. Give me a moment to sit <laughs> slightly straighter. So let me get my thing ready. Did I send it to myself? Maybe I didn't send it to myself. All right, fine. The stats. Actually, you know what? No, no, you know what? No, you know what? I can find it. I can find it. Don't worry, man. One sec, one sec, one sec, one sec. All right. So, who would you take? Tom Stewart versus Darcy Moore. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Bro, I'm stumped. <laughs> Darcy Moore. No, Tom Stewart. <laughs> Fair enough. Tom Fair Stewart enough. because he can be 30 super coach at half time and then end up on 147 somehow. <laughs> I'll go Stewart as well. I th- I still think teams game plan for Stewart. They did. They did. Sydney did, yeah. I don't know if they game plan for more yet. Yep. But he's getting to that point where you kind of have to. Mm. Fair enough. All right. Luke Jackson versus Rowan Marshall. Ooh. I don't like either of them, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Neither. All right. Has anyone ever done that? Hey, no, fair enough, man. Um, fair enough. I'll go. I'll go Luke Jackson. I'll go Jackson. Mm. I was gonna say, I'm glad you guys picked that because I would have thought the same thing. I think if Luke Jackson had the role that Rowan if, Marshall yeah, had, because he's a ruckman, he's a ruckman, absolutely. he's a main ruckman, he's yeah. not a forward as well, as, yeah. as good as as he is a ruckman. Mm. All right, nice pick, boys. All right, how about a fit? Patrick Dangerfield versus Dusty. Ooh. Dusty Danger uh, Talk it out Wait current current or just in general Current Oh current Oh Ooh. That changes things a bit Yep so fit Fit Dangerfield Or I still think Dusty actually Well I think Dusty as well Even though like Dangerfield's been pretty good this year So we're assuming that he's pretty fit mm. Yeah I think Dusty Yeah fair enough I don't know Dangerfield's first because they're at the end of the, Because of their, they're at the end of their career I think it Dusty being Playing more of a, a a forward role, mm. if he's fit, you know, just get it down to him and he'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. How about Zach Butters versus Zach Merritt? Ooh. George is struggling, man. <laughs> uh, Butters. I'll go Merritt. Talk I think... it out, lads. Well, look, they both had massive games this, mm. uh, this week. Merritt's kicking skills are just exceptional. But... Butters has just become this beast this year that it's it's kind of hard to comprehend how he's been this good. Yeah. And Porter won 12 games in a row and he's he's their leader. He's their man. You know what? Yeah. He hasn't... It's not like a, a flash in the pan. This guy has been unbelievable for 12, week, 12 weeks The straight. 12 games in a row matters. It's got to be Butters actually. Bro, wow. And he's, he's doing yeah. some crazy shit. Yeah. He's doing some crazy shit. Talked him into it, man. He did. No, that's, he's... That's now, a good and Merritt, Merritt is a superstar. Yeah. But... Yeah, right. Butters, mate. Butters is only 20... Three? Yeah, some are. 23, 24. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. All right. How about Horn Francis versus George Wardlaw? And this is more of a how do you see it happening? Like who would you? Oh, I think I think Jason Horn Francis is going to be an unbelievable footballer. He's only second year. So one year ahead. I think he's going to be better. But we haven't uh, – I don't know. I just think he's going to be better. But Wardlaw is going to be very good as well. So I don't know. I'm trying to not be biased. Because I did watch Horn Francis all of last year very closely. Wardlaw's better. There we go. Wardlaw's the better player. Mm. Francis can go missing. I know Wardlaw's still young and he hasn't had a great game every game he's played. 
But but does he he doesn't have the burst of of he does he does he might even be faster yep. really yep far out we'll see he's better huge North Melbourne bias but you know I'm glad you stuck no, I'm glad you stuck by it I then. have forgiven Jason I was actually rooting for Port to be I the reckon Bombers. this kid's gonna be ridiculous hey look I'm rooting for him because I'm happy now that North's got Sheasel and Wardlaw I've already mentioned that on the pod um, but Wardlaw is better hundred percent all right how about Charlie Cameron versus Isaac Rankin. Rankin. Oh. Because he's younger. He's got his whole career ahead of him. Fair enough. Mate, Charlie Cameron's goal scoring scores like it, it it speaks for itself. Yeah, like currently Cameron. But if I'm thinking future. I think who would I rather watch? Rankin. Who's the better player right now? Cameron. Yeah. But Rankin's, he's really bought in on the defensive end as well. And he's unselfishness now. Like, we know he can do incredible things kicking at goal. He's got another 10 years of being a superstar at Adelaide. But he, like, he's taking some lessons off Tex as well. Like, lowering the eyes, making the unselfish play as well. So, I think, and this guy might go down as one of the best small forwards of all time if he keeps going. And so so will Cameron. Yes. Yeah. Since you've mentioned that, I'm going to add a third name to to the ring. Prime Eddie Betts. Prime Eddie Betts. Yeah, prime Eddie. Eddie Betts, in my mind, is the the best small forward. Well, he's the best small forward I've ever seen. He's the best small forward ever. I reckon. There's definitely when he retired, everyone was like, he's the best small forward we've seen. I have seen many Hawthorne games live. Cyril Rioli. No way, he's the best small forward. There's no way Cyril is as good as Eddie Betts, man. I, you know, I I disagree. I'd rather have Cyril myself. Are you serious? Cyril was such an impact. And this is nothing at all against Eddie. Nothing Mm. at all. Nah, I think you guys are wrong, man. And not even the Carlton. This is not even the Carlton thing because Betts played his best footy at Adelaide. Mm. Cyril, yes. uh, Cyril was a top player that was super damaging but he, he's like all the commentators will just like kiss, kiss his ass nonstop. Rightfully so though. No, not when you get like, nah. No, I don't think so. I, I, I they played many, in the same era, and Betts is better. My family is more Hawthorne, My well. family is Hawthorne members. I lived all those Hawthorne dynasty years. He's probably the most exciting player I've ever seen in my whole yeah, life. But how can he be more exciting than Betts, bro? Betts is one he, like gold the year. Like every I can't year. explain it, bro. He just is like I didn't see Betts anywhere near as much alive. Obviously, I'm I'm telling you from my experience. I've never seen a player like Cyril. We'll compare highlights, man. Cyril would win. No way he'd win. I, I didn't expect the Cyril thing to come into this, but yeah, that's fucking, yeah, that's crazy. I love Eddie Betts, but I'm just telling you, I saw so much more of Cyril and I can't imagine how anyone would be more electrifying than this guy. Oh, buckle up, buddy. Buckle up, hey, buddy. <laughs> I love Eddie. It's nothing against Eddie, man. No, no, that's fine. I just think you're wrong. Mm. Right, well enough. done, boys. I didn't, I didn't expect that. How many premierships, that how many premierships did Eddie win? Oh, oh. Get, get stuff with premiers, mate. You, the Hawthorne, the whole Hawthorne team was perfection. Adelaide was in the. No, you just said Eddie's best years were at Adelaide, and he still couldn't win one. Well, he couldn't win one, no. But there's 22 other players. It, it's nothing against Eddie. Oh, come on, I'm not saying against Eddie. This guy's, this guy's <laughs> I was, like just, I was being cheeky. I was being Eddie, cheeky. Man. I was being cheeky. All right, nah. let's get into the tips but real look, quick. I do, yeah, I, I do agree with you, Cyril. I'll take Cyril over Eddie. Yeah, I, I don't know, boys. Hey man, I don't know. agree that it's we late. we love it's them late. both. It's ladies, yeah. We yeah. do love them both. Yeah, friends absolutely. of the pod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so quick round of tipping coming up Thursday yep. night. Thursdays are back. Um, they have been for a while, and I think we're all happy with that one. So at the G, Richmond hosting Sydney. Interesting game. I'm gonna go with Sydney. Same. It's not a clear choice though, but I just think they're coming off that loss. Can you really tip Richmond? I Seriously. think they'll respond at the G. I'll actually tip Richmond. Okay. 
I think Sydney are playing good footy. I think they, they can win it. Yep, fair. Uh, Doggies are hosting Collingwood at Marvel. Doggies hosting Collingwood. You can't oh, Collingwood. Really, you Collingwood. Can't I, I can't tip against Collingwood and you guys can't do it this week. Otherwise, I swear. <laughs> yeah, all right, Collingwood. All right. Thank you. Calm down. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Brisbane, oh, man. Brisbane is hosting the Eagles at the Gabba. Uh, this could get bad. Brisbane. Oh, This could get ugly. Bro, yeah, let's ha- skip, skip. This has to be at least 100 points. Mm. Otherwise, I know we're all going to be watching this eagerly for the 200-point loss. Yeah, Captain yeah. Captain Neil, everyone. Yeah. No, Dunkley. but the, man, Dunkley got subbed. Precautionary sub. Do you reckon they're not going to do the same to Neil? No, no, because he got injured. That's why. But it was a precautionary thing. Anyway, well, they're not going to take Neil <laughs> off. How do you know? Because Fags has him captain. <laughs> True. Yeah, the ah, there we go. Fags has him captain. <laughs> that must be it. Oh, there you go. You heard it here. Inside um, a source. <laughs> Giants are hosting the Hawks in Canberra. Giants. Yeah, Giants. Uh, Saints hosting Melbourne at Marvel. The Marvel factor is interesting. I'm not, look, you're not confident about Melbourne. I'm not confident about the Saints. Mm. They're not they're, they're not playing good football. I'll still go Melbourne, even though I'm not convinced. Melbourne. Hopefully Oliver's back. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go Melbourne as well. But I don't think it's a... It's not a complete, you know... It's, they're not the, the incredible, like, faraway favorites or anything. No. Um, but like, yeah, both teams have been bad, but I think Melbourne's bad is probably not as bad as mm. Saints is bad. Yeah, that's know. fair. We'll see. Interestingly though, Saints are four, uh, fifth and the D's are fourth. And if the Saints do win, they'll go fourth. It's crazy how we're, we're saying they haven't been that good. <laughs> that's wild. Mm. It's so, just the competition's so even. Yeah. There's a lot on the line in that game actually. A shout out to Chris for that one. That's it, man. Yeah. Um... Port Adelaide hosting the Suns at Adelaide Oval. They're going to win 13 in a row, boys. Crazy, man. There you go. We have to tip them. Is that 13 or 14? When did they versus Collingwood? I think this is 14, mate. No, this will be 13. I think it's 13. Really? All right, yeah. fair enough. Um, All right. Cats are hosting North at GMHB. <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's going to be... It's Nah, I'm not, I'm not going to mess Look, around with this one. I'm, a, ha- I'm happy to go Geelong. A good, a good first half. Yeah. Look, at a certain point, you're playing roulette. You say black every time. At a certain point, it's black boys. I'm going north. Let's go. <laughs> All right, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Sorry, bro. <laughs> nah, it's July. I do miss early on in the season where we would always find a reason to tip north. We won two in a row. I know, but that was that was hilarious at the time that we were doing that. But <laughs> I miss. I, I do miss that. I'm not gonna lie. But it's got to be Geelong. I can't yeah. do it anymore. Yeah. Grind Myers is gonna look like. Prime Boomer Harvey out yeah, there. Well, Luke Luke McDonald's gonna, you know. Oh. Can you imagine him running, trying to run with Grime Myers or Core trying to run. Prediction yeah. that's gonna come true. Gary Rowan, five goals. Probably. He's yeah. that awkward player that we can never stop. Yeah, he's yeah. um okay. Essendon hosting the Crows at Marvel. So another chance for Essendon to host an that's Adelaide. A pretty, team. That's probably game of the round, potentially. I'm going with Adelaide. But great game. I'm going Essendon. It is at Marvel, which is Making me think the Bombers... I think the Bombers are hungry, man. They'd, they'd be so pissed off that loss last week. I don't know if they can stop the Crows' forward line, though. But they're not at home, the Crows, and they haven't won much at home. Oh, away from home. I think the Bombers are starting to turn in form. And Merritt's really... Merritt's doing that thing where he, you know, the buy's done, so it's time for him to turn into a monster. True. I'm going to go Adelaide still. Fair enough. I like him better. Cool. Uh, and the Dockers are hosting Carlton at Optus Stadium. Are we, the la- are we the last game? Somehow Dockers, you are. Yeah, yeah wow. You Dockers, get the crappy 440 slot on Sunday. So the per- in Perth, did you say? Yeah. At Optus. I'm going to go Freo. Yeah, same. Well, Freo, they've still got their 
top eight chances. If Carlton wins this, I'll G up. But I don't think it's going to happen. That's when the Sunnies are coming on. Yeah, Sunnies, Sunnies will come on if if Carlton win. It's been a while since the Sunnies have made an appearance. Because that will mean Carlton's back. Mm. Yeah, mm. I agree. A, a win I, in Fremantle. I I agree. Come on, man. And three wins in a row. I disagree. Not back. They suddenly can actually think they might come eighth. But that's not... Look, yeah, but they'll be like two points out of the eight it, if they win. It'll mean that we can actually... Like we can actually admit that Carlton can play good football. Yeah, it's not because they're not going to make the eight. They've just lost too many games. It's not happening. And there's good teams on the fringes of the eight that aren't just going to just. Fall, they're not going to. Well, just I fall don't away. think Carlton's going to make the eight. But if they beat Frio, they'll be like two points out. You know what I mean? It's not like they're miles away. <laughs> but yeah, then you got to keep winning. But but here's the thing, yeah, George. We've got West Coast again. You've got you know, lucky. You, you want to know who else you've got? You've got Port, West yeah. Coast, yeah. Collingwood, Ooh. Saints, Melbourne, Suns. Saints, Melbourne, Suns is winnable. Winnable. If but you want to play eight, if you want to make the eight, you've got to win hard games. Yeah, but right? look at the they're not Saints at best you're winning two out of the three there. And even then you still might make it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, you might so win. It's the, it's just not happening, bro. If, if you, you beat if, Frio, I'll let you dream. If you beat that's what I'm saying. If we no. beat Frio, I'll G up. I I'll haven't let, even tipped them. I'll let you dream, but I still think regardless you're not making the eight. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I'll dream That's not what you were I'll, saying I'll No it is I said if we beat Freo I'll G up But I haven't even tipped them So how can no. I expect them To make the 8 That's fair, yeah, That's fair, fair enough Fair enough um, All good That's it for the week boys Well done lads Thank you for your time no, again thank you. Thanks for coming over Thanks no. everyone for watching Most importantly and listening yeah. uh, Really appreciate it If you haven't already Like and sub We're still thinking of what we're going to do When we hit our next sub milestone So I know we haven't really got to that But um, If you've got suggestions Let us know Yeah let us know um, Jump onto the TikTok um, if you're into TikTok, man, if you waste your time freaking scrolling through videos all day on TikTok, yeah. <laughs> if you want brain numbing stuff yeah. and, and us twerking on TikTok, come come have a look. <laughs> I know, man. TikTok is for Theo Vaughn and AFL enjoys, mate. Yeah, and Joe Rogan and um, those cars in the videos. For some reason, there's. Th- <laughs> yeah. What's with. I need to. I want to add those to ours. Do you know what I'm talking about? The cars? I, there's I someone, have, there's I someone talking. I have less of an idea of what you're talking about. There's someone about, talking, right? and then half of the screen is split, and there's just a car like jumping like on shapes <laughs> in there. I don't know. Because you know the thing is, I've tried to search it up on YouTube, and I can't find. How can I? I want to add that to our into it's our so, TikToks. It's so hilarious. funny, man, because like Morgan Freeman, like doing something motivational. You have to keep fighting. You have to keep fighting. And there's just a car, just like <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Do I have to play these games myself and add it and like record it? And like, the thing that's so annoying is that they don't play it well either. No, there's the cars banging around. <laughs> I'm sure some of the people listening and watching know what you're talking about. I've got no idea. Let's leave it at that. Then as an old-fashioned man. Good right. on you. I missed TikTok. I missed the boat. I'm too old. Yeah, so. fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks a lot. We'll catch you on the Bye. next one. Bye.